Stephen Jill for Land Academy. Hi. We are uh, on vacation this week. Yay. And we're not recording our usual daily podcast episodes. Instead, we are airing episode 207, which originally aired on Wednesday, June 8th, 2016. Uh, and we'll be back next week with the original uh, content that we always uh, put together for you. And, and we should look much happier and well-rested. <laughs> Enjoy removing risk from your real estate investment career. Welcome to Land Academy. This is the Cash Flow from Land Show, where we show you how to buy unwanted vacant land and sell it for more on the internet. I'm Steve Butella. I'm Jill DeWitt. We, we are, are your hosts. hosts. With over 15,000 completed transactions, we are the experts in this niche land flipping business. We hold a drawing to win a free property every month. Enter to win by reviewing this show on iTunes and downloading our free ebook at landacademy.com. All right, let's get this show started. Jack Butella for Land Academy. Welcome to our Cash Flow from Land Show. In this episode, Jill and I talk about removing risk from your REI career. Great show today, Jill. Before we start, let's hear some funny stuff. It's it's interesting that I am still surprised by the things that come out of your brain oh, no. sometimes, Jack. What? Oh, no. Were you checking for titles today? What? I'm not sure those will pass. Oh, the, my uh, gosh. Who's in charge of title when you write a blog and you title it? Like, I mean, There's is there like an FCC or who's in charge of that kind of thing? But I happened to You mean the boredom, catch a, the boredom factor? No, 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 no. I caught the... Uh, I was lucky enough to sit in on your uh, marketing meeting today, and uh, you guys are running through some title checker things, which I thought was really cool, and I was just a little surprised by how, you... how far south you two took it looking for titles <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. What did you hear? I heard things like strippers, and I heard <laughs> things like, you know, you know how horrible it is to be Italian. You know, the... It's not horrible to be Italian. No, what was the it's thing? great to be no, Italian. No, wait, wait, not horrible, but what was the word? Like, um, shucks, I forgot the... I forgot what, what the terminology was. But Italian was... people at times <laughs> communicate through yelling. Oh, yes. I'm softening it for the show. Well, you were working on some like like uh, blog titles oh, and print like titles, them. and I that's what I caught. And I was just I'm like, s- can't believe I'm still surprised by I'm the having things you trouble, guys come up with. I'm having trouble being Italian. There that was go. one of them. There you go. It was really funny. So all good. But yeah, that is some funny stuff that we heard today. Yes. I can... Uh, Boy, if I knew that was a topic, I would have had some singing one-liners. Anyway, let's take a question. That's why you don't know what's coming until I get to say that. Let's take a question posted by one of our members on successplant.com, our free online community. Okay. Kyle says, I'm just getting started and pulling my first list from Agent Pro. For property type, do I select agricultural slash rural or residential vacant land? (laughs) You know, I want you to... Do you want to back up? Can you take a crack at answering that? Well, I would like to back up and and uh, um, ask if you would, Jack, explain what he's trying to do here for people that might be just joining in. Yeah. There's lots of places to go get data. Um, And most of them are, are, well, some of them are very credible. What you want to make sure about any data that you pull is a couple of things. One, that it's uh, fresh because properties get bought and sold all the time. So... If you, had, if you have a database or a list, if you're not accessing a database, chances are you have a list. And lists can be old. They could be 20 years old, 2 years old, 1 year old. We don't know. Or it could be from yesterday. So you want fresh data. The best way to do that is to access a database. Uh, and number two, you want that database for all product types, not just land, to have assessed value. 
Um, it's the way that you can really scrub your data down and send offers to the right people. This is for apartment buildings. It's for uh, houses. It's for vacant land. All product types. That's how you gauge who you're sell, uh, sending a letter to, and how, that's how you is some in some ways how you price the price the offer. So you, if you don't have assessed value, you're really taking a stab in the dark, and what you're going to end up doing is wasting a ton of postage. Send them on, on postage. Your your um, the percentage of the the number of offers that you're going to return that are signed, so you can do the deal, will dramatically go down. Agent twenty four uh, Agent Pro twenty four seven is a useful tool. Um, it's about to be in the, our collection of tools and uh, products that we offer, but it's not the best one out there. The one that we offer is the best one. So Kyle here, um, bless his heart, is clearly very new at this. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's asking, he pulled, a, he pulled a list from Agent Pro. Congratulations. It's step one. Wouldn't be my first choice. And then he's asking if uh, he should select ag, agriculture rule, or as we call it, ag rule, or residential vacant and... In, in a world where there's no such thing as dumb questions, um, this is a fairly green question. Well, we'll answer it anyway. Um, the, the answer is you're just going down the wrong path. I mean, those should be included, agricultural rule and residential vacant land, but you're missing a dramatic number of uh, willing sellers. So in our cash flow from land program, not to, to belabor the point, I really go over this in great detail um, in front of the screen and show the viewer exactly how to scrub data to get the maximum results and it's uh beyond the scope of the podcast here i love it to get all serious well you know i i love it because it's such a valid point you need to you don't want to be sending out you know it you know i mean we get them down to less than the price of a stamp but you know you don't want to be sending out a an offer that um, is going to the wrong people and you're wasting all that postage. And I mean, that's the thing too. One important thing is I see people all the time trying to cut corners and they think they're cutting corners by buying a cheaper mm-hmm. product yeah. and they're, but you know what? They're wasting their time and their money sending yeah. out more mailers into the wrong people. Are you really saving money? You're not saving any money. And really I know that because we did that and we did it yeah. all wrong. Yeah. Joe, I can well say, said. and it's funny. I'm like, you know what? Hey, I, I don't, and it, it's the, it's the equivalent of this. If you sent a letter to to all of those skyscrapers in Manhattan, um, because you didn't know there were skyscrapers, but that you're just looking at data, and you want said I want to buy a building for five hundred dollars, you're just going to make a tremendous amount of people angry, and you're going to waste you're going to waste postage. Mm-hmm. By far the biggest component expense to um, what we what we teach or or with our members is postage. So you want to make darn sure that you're scrubbing this data right mm-hmm. and doing it right exactly. And this is a, a step in the, um, and we're all learning from it. Nobody's uh, busting on this guy at all. Uh, mm-hmm. We all had to start somewhere. I, I started way uh, below this level. You know, at least he knows that these pro, you got to pull some numbers from a database, pull some uh, data from a database, and send them offers. That's took me like eight years to figure. You didn't out. even have this option back then. <laughs> no, he didn't. So that was the whole thing too. I mean, the, the way it is now, and you and I talk about this just in general. We're like, we're not. Let's not try to reinvent the wheel here. If you're going to write a book or something, learn from somebody who's written a book. Yeah. Let's not and well published said. and self-published. Exactly. You know, and because that's near and dear to me right now. I'm looking. I'm not going to try to reinvent it and do it and save a dollar. Who cares? I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna go to the experts and copy them. Well said. Next. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks. I'll Stop. get off my box now. <laughs> We're both standing on the box next to each other for a minute. That's right. Hey, strangely enough, this uh, the, Kyle's question leads us to the actual meat of the show. 
If you have any questions or you want to be on the show, call 800-725-8816. Today's topic, removing risk from your REI career, your real estate investment career. This is the meat of the show. Jill, can you think of two or three ways to immediately remove a tremendous amount of risk from your REI career? Oh my god. And goodness. cut to the chase. Yes. Go ahead. I don't want to put you on the spot. I can start first if you'd like. One is find someone who's in the area you want to be in, who's already figured it all out and learn from them. How's that? Awesome. Thank you. Here's my number one rule when you're starting out to, to remove risk. Find a buyer before you find a deal. This is what Jill and I do every single month. We have a buyer for houses. We wholesale houses. And he says some version of this sentence. Boy, if I had 15 houses in XYZ zip code for this price, I would just, I would knock it out of the park. We've all heard people say that. People mm-hmm. who own dealerships, car dealerships say the same thing. Boy, if I had 42 forerunners, I'd sell them all this weekend. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We make that happen for that person and they are the buyer. So we go to that zip code. We send out a ton of letters to everybody. Scrub the data down. Not every single person scrub the down, uh, data down so it make, makes work. Uh, it makes sense. And we do it all on behalf of one or two or three buyers. So now there's no sales to anything. You take maybe 50 or 70% of the work out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Never hits the MLS. The people sign it. And we actually send this buyer out to, to preview the transaction. Jill and I never see the houses that we, that we buy. Mm-mm. And if our guy goes out there and says, nope, I just don't like it, he calls several of his, his uh, uh, friends or people that he knows are in the same business to see if they do, and we still make the same amount of money. So on the previous shows, we've talked about having an acquisition criteria. That's it. And if the deal doesn't happen, we walk away, mm-hmm. move on to the next one. Well, I love it too. It's, and we know, you know, we know ahead of time what they're willing to spend. So it's like, not only are they saying, I need... This zip code, this size house, and I'm willing to spend up to X. And we are, that's the beauty of our I data. Anything. I could sit and punch it. I mean, people, it's, it's, uh, it's people don't orders. believe me until they get in and look at it. But I'm telling people, I can exactly. go and pull a list in this uh, intersection within a mile radius of all the three bedroom, two bath with a lot size between this and this. And what else do you want to know? You want to know how long they've been there? Do you want to know if there's any mortgage on it? Do you want to know square foot? Do you want to know? It's the best I mean, data in the world. It's, it is, you want to know lean information? You want to know when it's sold? I mean, I can get that detailed on it. And then I can say, you know, like you you said, which I love, assessed no higher than X. So I know I'm hitting the ones that are, you know, in my price range that somebody's going to say yes. And I can send out strategic letters and I'm not wasting my time or my money. It's all data driven. And not driving around. <laughs> and I, if, you t- if, you, if you're pulling from substandard data... Uh, it's all over the internet. Go go out and check the groups in Facebook and check Success Plan. There are people that have successful stories mm-hmm. of pulling data from uh, other sources, and they say, "Oh, what are you guys talking about? I just bought fourteen properties and I sent out seven letters." You know, and you know that's great. I think that uh, mm-hmm. you had a great you had a great one mailer experience, and that's mm-hmm. awesome for you. If you want to make a career out of this and, and uh, you know, make millions and millions of dollars like we have, and I'm not bragging, I'm just trying to make a point, 
that's not going to work. Good point. That's a great point because you're right. I mean, how many? My wife and I hand wrote all these letters. Great. Okay, now how are you going to write? Are you going to hand write a thousand of them next weekend because or now you're going to turn up the turn up the volume. That's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, there's people, a lot of people that say, "Man, I, I bought 14 properties. I made uh, forty thousand dollars on this whole thing. Now I'm done. That's it." You know, I don't, I don't work want. like that. If I make yeah. 40 grand, 40,000 bucks on a few deals, now I want to make 400 exactly. and then 4 million. I know. It just never stops. So mm-hmm. if you're that kind of person, our pro, our uh, data program is for you. Mm-hmm. It's the best data in the world. I'm trying to think of other ways to remove risk. Know what you're doing. Have the right stuff. Start um, with education. Yeah. Be educated. No, start with education. Have the, have the, the buyers. The single biggest, the single biggest mistake I see new people, new investors make is that they start looking at deals. You know, right. we've talked about it before. That's that's the last thing you should do. Right. First thing you should do is get educated. Wherever you get educated, might be your your parents. You know, it might be a guy down the street that that's a house flipper. Uh, you know, God forbid, it might be in a hotel room, or I mean, not a hotel room, but a hotel. Uh, Hello. <laughs> hotel. Uh, you know, one of those. Who are you late, meeting late night in a hotel room to get educated? One of those late night TV things where you have to spend five thousand dollars to get. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But get educated first. Don't start looking at deals. You're going to make a bunch of mistakes. You know, like like the person in Success Plant that was asking this question. It's it's just a little scary. Mm-hmm. Spend. I'd spend four, five, eight months getting seriously educated. Can you imagine a surgeon did this? I know. Well, you know, what if you're a surgeon? Said, well, like, oh, I'm going to try to surgery on your face first, and then right. I'll, I'm going to learn that way. You know, it's funny. Like you said, the um, there's a the, it's not face impossible. Surgery. It's not um, crazy face. hard, but you need there are moving parts. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, you could you could waste months trying to figure out one moving part versus just well, aligning with the right educator and money and money that's what i'm saying you, your time is money my time is money and my, you know postage is it can get expensive mm-hmm. you want to set you know you don't want to shotgun this you want to rifle it exactly well not only that like if you said you we've learned that too you shotgun it and you have everybody calling you on the planet and you don't want that right so i think we just covered eight things sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well it's bleeding right into my technical too okay this is the technical too. two minutes of property investment advice from our 15-year, 15,000-deal transaction experience. Find a buyer before you find a seller. Heavy. (laughs) That's, oh, it's less than two minutes, like less than 15 seconds. If you have a question or you want to be on the show, uh, call 800-725-8816. Jill, do you have some inspiration for us? Do never sell yourself short. That is a good reminder for everyone. I don't care who you are, even at our level, because we were both reminded that today by our marketing person. And I thought that's just something great to share with everyone. You know, don't think you're not, even if maybe you don't have the funds to be at whatever level that you are. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, don't don't sell yourself short. Um, go for it. You know, I mean, if you want to be, I don't know, flipping apartment buildings, something like that, just because you don't have the money in your bank account right now doesn't mean you can't do this and figure it out and, and uh, find the buyer, like Jack said, and then, you know, go find the property and make it happen. I mean, you... If, yeah, go ahead. Jalissa, I love it. Uh, 
sometimes these inspirational things can be silly and sometimes they're super awesome. This one, in my opinion, happens to be super awesome. Thank you. The biggest deterrent from people uh, pursuing all the stuff that they want to pursue is money. And I'm here to tell you, if you're waiting for money to do something like this, uh, you're going to wait forever. There's way more money out there than talent. And if you develop a skill like we have and like we teach our members have, uh, to, to finding undervalued, grossly undervalued real estate of any type, there will be people with money standing in line once they find out you have that talent. So develop the talent to find undervalued property. Use the methods that we do with mailing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And knock yourself out. You're going to kill it. Exactly. Everybody has to get over that first deal, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, shoot for the moon. Exactly. There are, right now, this very minute, there are X number of people who own apartment buildings, and a certain percentage of them are, have had it. Maybe a tenant made them nuts. Maybe he, they're going through three uh, evictions uh, on a 13-unit on building somewhere. Maybe uh, they passed away today, and their kids don't want anything to do with the apartment building business, and they would just want to cash out of it. If they were all standing there with your offer in their hands, your uh, offer that's half of what the thing's worth, several of them are going to sign it and send it back or mm-hmm. call you and do the deal. That's just the fact of it. It is. You don't need any money. If you have an offer for a property that's worth half, it, how hard do you think it's going to... Even oh. I can go on a Craigslist and find... So You'll you, find it. Hey, if you own Two an apart- phone calls. If you own an apartment building, this is how I would write the ad. If you own an apartment building... I got a deal and I can't close it because I don't have the money. But it's a smoking deal. The property's worth twice what I have negotiated. Please give me a call. And uh, I'd love to turn the, the deal over to you for uh, 10000 mm-hmm. You will, Your phone will uh, light on fire. Mm-hmm. All over the country. Yeah. So totally. don't let money stop you. Well said, Joe. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I twisted that all around. What was the advice? It was oh, never sell the, yourself short. Shoot for the moon. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. I usually title things. You usually title things like in a, in a don't do this. And I always say, yes, do this. Like I'd make the positive spin this time. I did the negative and you did the positive. (laughs) It's kind of funny today. That's weird. I'm glass half empty and you're glass full, I guess today. How can that be? I don't know. That's really, really weird. (laughs) Wasn't like that. You're rubbing off on me. (laughs) Maybe that's it. I know what it was. You know what it was? What, it's our conversation today, and we were told, go ahead, have an opinion. I'm like, all right, I'll have an opinion. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly. So, yeah, I'll, we'll tell the story soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, join us in another episode where Jack and Jill discuss how to use information and inspiration to get just about anything you want. We use it every day to buy property for half of what it's worth and sell it immediately. Get there first. Good inspirational stuff, Jill. Thanks. Oh, I just came up with that. I thought you were just talking to me. I was just talking. I didn't know you were. I just said, I just said that was really good, Joe. Thanks. That was it. I'm well, done. Okay. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Joe. There's this thing we have called a podcast that we do every day. I didn't know it was still going. And the uh, format hasn't changed for about a year. What? <laughs> I, I, well, I thought we were due for a tweak and that was it. Maybe You know what? Maybe that's a sign that we are due for a tweak. Maybe. I was just give confused. You a tweak. Thanks. No, that that was funny Thanks. when that when Thanks. that person told us today. Surgery face. Surgery face. Have a all right, success pants. I was saying surgery face, not that your face. I'm gonna say who all are you calling the, surgery face? All through the show, and, and uh, 
our listeners heard it, but you didn't. And that's what makes me laugh. It's Actually, like, I did hear you. Oh, it was one of those moments where yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm used to you, Jack. And I was kind of, look, every, 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 whether you're husband, wife, partners, you know, whatever, business partners, you tune out the other person at times because you know exactly what they're saying and you're choosing not to. I didn't want to feed the bear or whatever the term. Is. You know, what my mom used to say, "What? Don't encourage him." That's it. That's exactly what I was doing. I was uh, choosing not to encourage that behavior and pretending I don't know it. You know, when you do that, I just bring it up in the after talk anyway. That's nice. Thank you. Well, you know what? Watch. I'm gonna do it to you in the next episode. I'm gonna be quietly whispering something about makeup or something. So yeah. I'll bring up something really like goofy. something totally girly. Yeah. Like window treatments. Like, yeah. I'm going shoe shopping later. Don't yeah. tell them. <laughs> I know what I would do. No, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use this time to announce I really overspent for something and say it under my breath, and then I can say I told you. Uh, you know what? Here's a secret. I'm gonna tell you a secret. <laughs> when you go shopping and overspend, my life is awesome. I don't care about the money at all. I know. I, I make some. I grumble about it a little bit, probably out of, out of habit from what my parents used to do, but. I could care less about overspending. I don't care. It just makes you happy for like three days. <laughs> Thanks. That's what I care about. Thanks. <laughs> Jack and Jill, information and inspiration. Let's go buy some property. We hold a drawing to win a free property every month. Enter to win by reviewing this show on iTunes and downloading our free ebook at landacademy.com. If you want to get involved or you need more information about our profitable, niche real estate operation, call 480. 480- 467-0359. You just might get Jill at the other end of the line. Landacademy.com. You are not alone in your real estate.